0: Welcome to the James Mellon Podcast. I am Dr. James Mellon, and I am here to help you live your greatest life ever by living life to the fullest. What you're about to hear is one of my Sunday talks from our celebrations of love. I hope you enjoy it. I want to talk to you a little bit about our teaching. I want to talk to you about our philosophy. What I really want to do is inspire you to pick up the book and read it. How many of you have read the entire Science of Mind textbook? Wow. How many of you have read any of it? Yeah, now you're like, yeah, I read a little. Okay. It's not really a textbook, by the way. I hate when I say that. It's just the Science of Mind. It was called the Science of Mind and Spirit. Um The second chapter in the book is a chapter called The Way It Works, and what I want to do today is remind you how this philosophy that we are all an amazing part of, how it works. Even you two ministers over there that know everything there is to know, I'm going to tell you something new today. You ready for that? Reverend Tiffany, Dr. Tiffany, Dr. Eric, yeah, Dr. Liza, any other doctors in the room? (laughs) Oh, Dr. Kirby, Dr. Karen. Any other doctors? You're a nurse. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Okay, good. So, I had these gorgeous slides for you to look at. You may turn around and take a look at them there. Here's the first one. As much good as any individual is able to incorporate into his or her life is theirs to use. How's that feel? So, as much good As any of you are able to incorporate into your life is yours to use but you know what that also means if you're not willing to incorporate the good the energy the life force that is all around you that is you into your life and live from it it's kind of not yours to use because you're not aware of it and you're not purposefully using it so when Ernest Holmes talks about how to use it, how to use this thing, this energy. We're talking about the quantum field. We are talking about this quantum field of creativity, this energy, this pulse, that's everywhere present. It's why we started with nearer than the air. Because when you get in touch with who you are, and you just breathe, and you really center yourself into this energized field, this is what he's talking about. It's all yours. It's all yours to use. Your only job is to keep your vehicle, keep your tool, keep this vessel clean, clear. Get rid of all the yeah buts, all of the conversation, all of the negative aspects that there can be in our world. Get clear. So that's what he's saying there. Next slide. He says this Mankind's intelligence is this universal mind. So, you know, any of you that are sitting here thinking, I wish I were as smart as so-and-so, does anybody ever have any problem thinking they're not smart enough? Okay, (laughs) the hands are going up very slowly. Um, Mankind's intelligence is this universal intelligence. I am this thing. I am the thing itself. I am this energy, this creativity. I am smart. I am creative. I am talented. I am loving. I am kind. I am successful. I am dot, dot, dot. What do you know? The problem is, we sometimes know I am challenged. I am sick. I am in pain. I am lonely. All of those other aspects that we also put there. Now, am I saying those don't exist? No, they do exist. But you decide what you put your focus on what are you going to focus on after the I am so he says mankind's intelligence is this universal mind functioning at the level of mankind's concept of it and he says this is the essence of the whole teaching I thought it'd be fun today to just bring you the entire enchilada of science of mind all at once because he says this is the essence of the whole teaching You are the mind of God. Put any word in there for God that you want that equals that heightened consciousness. You are the mind of God and you will function at the level of your willing to know it. That's the entire teaching. God is all there is and that's what I am. That's what everyone is. That's what the entire universe is. And I function in that flow of perfection at all times. That's the whole teaching. Can you imagine? I have to get up here 52 weeks a year and say something about that one little sentence and make it seem new. But at the end of the day, if we go back and really just look at it, that's it. Do I know who I am? And do I know how powerful I am? Do I know that I am the universal mind? Do I know that I have the capacity to create my life whatever way I see fit? I am not a feather in the wind. I am not subject to everything everybody else thinks. I'm subject to what I think. And that's what Ernest Holmes said in 1926 when he wrote this. We're almost 100 years later and we're just beginning to understand what he was saying not unlike a guy 2,000 some odd years ago who was saying the same darn thing, and here we are thousands of years later creating infinite numbers of churches in his name, and we're just starting to understand what he said. It is done unto you as you believe. Greater things will you do than even I do. The Father and I are one. There's just one thing going on, everybody. I'd love to have been around when Jesus was around. I really would have. I'm sure I would have been one of his followers. I'm sure I would have been one of those apostles, probably the top apostle. (laughs) And I would have helped him to know how to brand himself. And uh, yeah, (laughs) because I know who I am, that's the point. (laughs) So next quote, before I go any further. So he says, we shall find a better God Oh, I love this quote. We shall find a better God when we have arrived at a higher standard for man. What a great quote. Meaning, you will find a better God when you, well, you already can, when you can look in the mirror and see God. Because guess what? If you look in the mirror, you are seeing God at whatever level you've decided to live God at. Because that's the gift. You get to live God at any level you want. You can live it as a as struggle, as a struggler. You can live it as a prosperous person. I love the God who's living as the only winner of the um, the lotto, uh, seven hundred million dollars, one person in Maine. That person has prosperity consciousness, right? How many of you would have loved to have been the one? Right, Kevin? Yeah, it was actually one point five billion. But the payout, which Kevin's already decided that's what he's taking, the payout was $700 million. How many of you would like to be that version of God right here, sitting here? And then I would just know you're a tither and 70 million would come right here and we would do amazing things with that 70 million. That's correct, right? 70 million of 700 million, yeah. But here's the thing, someone did win it. One person won that. Lotto. Lottery. Why? Why did that person win it and you did not, Craig? And probably the answer is you didn't buy a ticket. There you go. But, but why did that person win it and my husband not win it? Because he did buy a ticket. And he says it's because I don't believe in those things. <laughs> I do, but I do believe, but I do believe, I do believe in fairies. I do believe, I do believe that he can win it. And I get 50% <laughs> by law, right? So, so I'm still covered. <laughs> so the question becomes, <laughs> I do. So the question becomes, when will we arrive at a higher standard for man? When will you arrive, Anita, at a higher standard for Anita? That you, are, you look in the mirror and all you see is God. All you see is perfection. No matter what. And I put you on spot, you're like, walk away. <laughs> but that's really the question that I'm asking today, and that's the question Ernest Holmes asked in 1926, 100 years ago, my son. And now it's just asking William Mellon to look in the mirror and say, When's it gonna happen? When am I gonna fully believe in myself no matter what? Because I know who I am. Today? We'll see. <laughs> Next quote. We cannot recognize, ah, my favorite, we cannot recognize that God is while believing that we are not. How many of you do that? There's God, and here I am. There's the everything, the infinite field of pure quantum possibility, and here I am. When, when Rumi says that quote, um, you're not a drop in the ocean, you're the entire ocean in a drop, the provocative nature of that sentence, to think that all of life is who I am. Not just a piece of it, as Ernest Holmes said at the end of his life, not just one of, not part of, not a piece of, but all of that funnels itself through me to the degree that I'm willing to take it. Ernest Holmes says, the entire universe is yours but you must be willing to take it. And what he means is you must be willing to take the true identity that you are and operate from it. That's why our theme this year is the real me in 23. I want to operate from all of it, not from a little portion of it in Westlake Village or in Studio City where I live. I don't want to just be that. I want to get it. I want to really get it once and for all. That the entire universe flows through me. And if I am wide open to it, anything and everything is possible. So the title of my talk today is, Prove It. It is time for us to prove it. You know, what is that quote in the Bible? I I didn't write it down. Uh, Prove me now, it says in the Bible. Prove me now so that everything will come my way. Prove me. Prove this truth of knowing who you are. And then this last quote I have is, as much as we can believe will be done unto us. As much as we can believe will be done unto us. And I guess the question I have for you is, what do you believe? Because the answer is, as much as you can believe will be done unto you. And here's the thing, as much as you believe about yourself, will manifest in your life. So here's some of the lyrics. You're one of a kind. In this quantum field of pure energy, there's only one of you. What did you say your name was? Sherry. Sherry. There And Lynn. There is only one Sherry and one Lynn. There may be people called Sherry, but there's only one Sherry that looks like this, sounds like this, thinks, thinks like this, feels like this, acts like this. Only one of you. That's it. You are one of a kind. And if you don't get on board with knowing how unique you are, then you're going to kind of fade into the background. Next. You light up a room with the light that's inside you. Don't be afraid to let it out. Anybody here still afraid to let out who they are, Carol? No! (laughs) 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 Right, Robbie? No, no. No, right? no. You let a lot out today. Yes. So that's our job. Let it out. I am my, my, I'm taking Dr. Eric's word for mental muscle. My 2023 is unapologetic. I am letting out everything that I am. You ready for that? I know (laughs) Stan just went, oh, oh my. Right. As if I haven't, but, but there's still some left. (laughs) I'm ready. Isn't there always more left? Bill, are you ready? Absolutely. You ready to just let more out? <laughs> okay. I have a funny story about Bill. When he took me to his house for dinner, me and Kevin, and took us out on their boat. And the boat got caught around... Now, how old are you, Bill? 86. 86. So this was maybe a couple years ago. Right? 86. So he was 84. And Bill and Marilyn are very unique, interesting, hippie people. <laughs> right they're really amazing people and so we're on this little boat running around uh um west lake which is the first time i realized west lake had a lake and we're we're driving around this boat and the boat got caught on something and so bill at 84 takes off not all of his clothes but takes off clothes and just dives in the water goes under the in the dark in the dark Goes under the boat, comes back up for air now and then, and unties the boat. Kevin and I, these young strapping 60-year-olds, we're on the boat going, do you need help? Say no. (laughs) But But that's unique. That's someone that's not afraid to shine their light in the dark under a boat. So are you ready to shine your light? Yes? Who's not? Who's not ready? You all are. Okay, great. Next. <laughs> My favorite lyric in this song is that you're here for a reason. The world needs somebody like you. <laughs> was that you, Joe, that just did that? <laughs> He's yawning? Were you yawning? No, no, you actually said the world needs somebody like me. You went, ah. Okay, you should. I do. <laughs> yes. And when you buy that fur coat again. <laughs> yes. So don't blush, you are blushing. It's good to know we can still blush at this age. Yeah. So you're here for a reason. Do you know what that reason is? Are you aware of the reason you're here? Why, even why you're here this morning? Why are you here today, Charlie? Out of all the, I miss you. you missed me. Oh, thank you. But you're here for a reason. Something, something that was being said today drew you here in whatever way, the song, the fellowship, whatever. That's what I believe, I fully believe that because we live in a world of attraction, the law of attraction. What I am equal to, I attract. And what I am equal to, I am attracted to. So, you're here for a reason. This world needs somebody like you. If you have something to offer the world and you're not offering it, then you are withholding. Lisa Carey has something to offer the world. She created this brand new website for women that is just spectacular. And she is now affecting a lot of women. Awesome. So what's yours? What is it? What is yours to do? That's really the question we want to ask ourselves when a new year begins. What's mine to do this year? Why, what's the reason I'm here doing what I'm doing, it the way I'm doing it? And the next slide. Don't let anybody take your tune. Your original so just be you. This idea of don't let anybody take your tune. Not only don't let anybody, don't let anything take your tune. And that means your challenges, your disappointments, whatever has happened in your life up to this point. Oh, well, it happened. Move on. It is time for all of us to move beyond who we think we were. It's time for all of us to move beyond who we think we can be based on what has happened thus far. I can be what I want to be, not based on anything in my history. I can be whatever I want to be based on who I know myself to be. And when I'm clear on that, that's the you I'm looking to be. So for me, when these three amazing singers got up here and sang, Just be you for me it was just a call out for all of us to, to really reach in there and go i am ready i'm really ready to just be who i am and that is the quantum field of pure creativity unleashed through and as me so are you ready for that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dr karen is really really It takes your passion. It takes your decision-making. It takes something in you to say, yes, I am ready to step into the biggest, biggest version of myself, because frankly, I already am the biggest version of myself. The question is, how much am I going to let out? We went to a 50th birthday party last night for one of our closest, dearest friends. And it was a bizarre moment because we went to a party with all of her other friends. We barely knew anyone in the room. And that's rare for me to be in a room where I know nobody almost. So it was a lot of listening and just listening. But somebody turned to me. They all had realized they'd seen so many of my shows and because they'd, they'd seen Donna in so many of them. They'd seen all the plays I'd written and produced and directed. And someone looked at me and went, how come you don't have a Tony Award yet? And I was like, yeah. How come I don't have a Tony Award yet? And there was a little voice inside of me and said, as soon as you focus on it, you will. And I got it. And this other friend of mine, they saw my face and how I was reacting to it. And they went, you know, there is a lot that you want to do in this world. And tick, tick. (laughs) It was not a friendly group, necessarily. (laughs) because nobody knew who I was, so they didn't treat me with any kind of respect. They just figured, oh, he's just this guy that Donna brought. So although once they heard I was a minister, it's like their vocabulary changed. It was like no one used four-letter words anymore. I was like, I am not that kind of minister. Curse away. But I did really think of something really important last night, and I was like, if I'm going to be the real me in 23, I need to take this mind, as Ernest Holmes said, I need to focus it. I need to make decisions, decide where I want to put my energy. And the minute I decide that, the minute I say, yes, here's where I'm putting it, everything unfolds in the most precise, beautiful, perfect way. And that's not only true for me. It's not only true for Stan Galperson. It is true for each and every person here, every person online watching us. This year, 1923, Was anybody born in 1923? Anybody here? You'd be 100. Oh, okay, never mind. Um, (laughs) 2023 is the year for you to make a decision. To make a decision to just be you. No one else can do it. Namaste. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the James Mellon Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing to the show. That way, you'll be sure to receive every new episode. And if you want to reach out and talk to me, you can always find me at my website, jamesmellon.org. Thanks again, and I will see you next time.